And we're back. Listen, um, I just have to say Damage Blue, um, outside is open, and we have lost our goddamn minds. I'm too old for this. I'm too old for this, Jason. I'm tired. Listen, California has lifted all the restrictions. Nobody has masks on. People are walking in the streets. People are walking up. Alexis just yawned over here. Nobody cares about anything related to COVID-19. just somehow disappeared one day when the governor said we could all go outside. I have to tell you, this weekend I have been stalking both of your Instagrams. I've been watching you guys have been outside. I've been outside. There's so much outside open at this point. We're not even outside together and we still outside at the same damn time. That's true. I got same party. I got to get my outside stamina back. It ain't like it used to be. I went out once and I was like, ah, I need a refresh. I'm yeah, so you happy know, you said that because yeah. I felt bad. I thought it was just me. No, no, he didn't feel bad because everybody knows you guys have been trolling damage here on this show and calling him Merlin Santana so much that we have forgotten about that because he actually, we did that show where he said it was weird and y'all need to stop trolling him with a dead man. And so we stopped doing that over here. We don't even talk about it anymore. But this this uh, this past week, week, I was in bed at three in the morning. I get a text from Brandy and she sends me this. And she's telling me you had on a shirt that I think said Inglewood or something, which is where Moesha was shot. So she had this whole moment where you took her back to the set of Moesha with Merlin Santana. Uh, she, and let's, let, I'm going to put this out there right now. She is the only person that I'm going to give the pass to that say I look like Merlin Santana. Then it has to stop. <laughs> but yeah, we're backstage out to be him at the Be Him Block Party, an amazing event, like 2,000 people there. I'm backstage and somebody comes up to me like, Brandy wants to talk to you. And I'm like, me? Brandy wants to talk to you. I'm like, you sure? You should, what she want? I couldn't believe it. Cause like, you know, I grew up on Brandy. Like Brandy's an icon. So I've seen her partying, but I'm not thinking to talk to Brandy. I come over there. I'm excited. I'm thinking, I don't know what she's going to talk about. She's like, yo, you look just like Merlin, yo. And I'm just like, you know what, Brandy? I hate when people say this, but it's Brandy. And I'm going to take it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Yeah, no, she she um she sent that text to me uh and I was laughing. I was in the middle of sleeping. I woke up to laugh because it was just it was hilarious that she said that and the connection she made. And I've been telling Brandy, come to the show. She's terrified of me in this show. I keep trying to tell her, girl, you are gonna be loved and celebrated here. I'm sure she'll come at some point. But yeah, you were outside and see see what he said, Blue? Two thousand people. I was gonna get tickets to go and support that event. And then when I started thinking about it, I started to hyperventilate with the idea of dancing around 2,000 people. Mm. Yeah, so that event was popping. I actually had no intention of going, but my family over at Hillman Grad Productions sent me a ticket, and I was still not going to go because the idea of how many people go to this event every year scared me until I ran into the DJ, Brian Henry, and he sent me yeah. a beautiful message about how he watches he watched all my tarot videos during covid to help him through the pandemic. So then I was like, I guess I have to go now because we're connected. But Jason, the minute I walked in, guess who I ran into? The minute I walked Ooh. in, Tamar. And the minute oh. I mentioned your name, it's like the sun came out. Like she smiled like I had told her she had won the lottery. So she really loves you. Cause my friends were like, who are you talking about? I was like, I mentioned Jason Lee's name and Tamar Braxton turned into a, like a blossoming daffodil. So Tamar really oh. loves you. Even at a block party in 2000. I love Tamar. I love Tamar. Listen, I may get into my weekend, 
But I need uh -oh. y'all to just be patient because it's been a lot. First of all, you talk about Tamar. Let me start with the fact that she was at my house last night until 3.30 in the morning. I'm tired. I'm done with outside. I'm going back inside. I, I am having PTSD from being out this weekend. Let me first start by telling you on Friday. I don't know what I did on... Oh, Friday I was hanging out and I decided to call up Tiffany Haddish and say, hey, let's go out. She's like, okay, cool. Where are we going? I said, we're going to the Abbey. The Abbey's open. The gaze is out. Let's hit the streets. We put on our fine linen. We go to the Abbey. We get to the Abbey. I buy a section. You know, I got my date with me. I call up my staff. I call my friends, whatever. The section's packed. We're in the middle of this dance floor. And then Tiffany pulls up. And this is a little bit of what went down. Look. Oh, oh. Yeah, and so so then after that, okay, that was Friday night. Saturday, that was the day y'all did the block party, right? Yep, Saturday. Saturday, I was so beat up emotionally, spiritually, financially, and alcoholically that I actually canceled going to that party so I could lay in bed and so I slept it off. Now, Sunday is where things got a little dicey. So Sunday, I decided to go support my friend Lee. Now, Lee, I've known Lee for a long time. He had an event, a brunch. He really wanted me to come to it. I said, okay, I'm going to come and support you. I went. I did not think I would have as much fun as I did. I had so much fun. I'm not, I, Let me just show you what happened. Take a look. Look at the vibes. Oh, I love that. I actually watched the video then, on Instagram when you posted it. And then I ran into T.S. Madison, who... She really wanted to try to prove that I was a bottom because she kept dancing behind me. Now, I'm going to let y'all sit with that. Um, this is what she did to me. And I got so drunk, I called up Floyd to tell him thank you for supporting me and for inspiring me that I got a tattoo on my hand. Take a look. Rare form. I love it. What in the hangover is that? Like, are you serious? I, I was like watching your stories. Oh, like no, we all had that same weekend at the same time and had to come to work. <laughs> well, you're, ne you're never going to get me at a party with a microphone and I not get on stage. Um, Amber Riley performed and uh, this happened. Take a look. This is a real motherfucking singer up here. Do y'all see this shit? There's a lot of bitches out here trying to do it, but let me tell you something about this bitch right here. If a bitch can't sing like this without some motherfucking melodon, they ain't a motherfucking singer. You know what I mean? Riley is that real shit. I don't ever do this, but I'm gonna tell you something. This bitch right here, this bitch giving you real motherfucking vocals. So if you bitches don't give her no motherfucking love, you gonna all suck my motherfucking dick, baby. Look, at this point, I thought, look, the night is over. It's time to go home. You know, outside is done. We closing it off. And then I decided to have a late night pool party at my house for 25 people. And 25 people, including Tamar Sky and all my friends came over and friends of friends. And my gun was missing this morning. So I'm calling around, trying to figure out who to report a stolen gun to, reviewing cameras. And then I remember that I hid it for myself. Oh, my God. That's smart. You know what? That's smart. God, help this man. First of all, why were you looking for it to begin with, Jason? Why were you looking for your gun at a late night pool party? 
No, I was looking for it this morning when I woke up because it was missing. Mm. From your usual spot. It was one of them nights. He was walking around with the gun. Jason was toting the gun in his swimming trunk. No, no. <laughs> the thing is- I, I hit, no, I had people in my house, so I put my guns away. I just put it in a place I wasn't used to putting it. So I thought I lost it. So I ordered a new gun. I had to report the gun stolen. And then I found out that it wasn't stolen. So I had to undo all of that. Today is, look, I don't want to be here. <laughs> but I'm here Jason because showed up. I love hearing about these like events you have with your friends. And then we're just sitting here like, oh, must be nice. So. Dope, man. That pool party sounded like it was real lit, man. Good, yeah, good, good Jason, I have a bathing suit. If you ever want to text me about the next pool party, I will show up. Blue and damage. Y'all both went out this entire weekend, and I did not get a text from either one of you. And let's be very clear. You both got the flyer sent in the group chat yesterday, and I said pull up, and y'all didn't even comment. You liked it. So don't even come on this show. No, I did comment. No, I did. I said, so Jason, I'm work, I'm, I, I, worked, I worked till seven, but next time, if you tell me, I will skip work and come to the pool party. You've convinced me to play hooky. The party went I'm... to 1030. Oh. I could have came then. Never mind. Right. I didn't see any of this. This weekend was Juneteenth, and uh, I went down to Lamert Park, and that's what my jersey said. When you talk about Brandy see me, it didn't say Inglewood. It said Lamert Park, and it was such, it was such a black and beautiful experience down there in the heart of the city. I feel like it's like the the black mecca of LA. So I'm just gonna put that out there, man. Shout out to everybody that went out to, uh, out to Lamert Park because I seen almost everybody, and that's how my day started off on Saturday. Lamert Park was actually trending all over Twitter in, in California. Everybody and their mother was there, and then they went mm-hmm. to the block party afterwards. So it was almost like everybody was partying outside for like eight hours together, buying twenty dollar drinks and twerking in the sun. And I think it is expensive and exhausting and i do not know how i'm going to survive <laughs> after now that i've turned 40 i don't think i can do outside and have a job so i'm gonna have to make some tough choices this week about how to move through this summer speaking of juneteenth i'm gonna tell you who's not a fan of juneteenth and that's um candace owens uh your favorite troll so she now has called juneteenth lame and now she resurrected rapper azalea banks who now is not having it so azalea banks is sounded off and this is this came after Candace Owens slammed President Joe Biden's move to declare June 19th a federal holiday, labeled it as repackaged segregation, and saying she would be celebrating July 4th and July 4th only as she is an American. So let me ask you guys this. Uh, I saw that Juneteenth was, you know, made a national holiday. Is this enough of a reparation for you? Because it's not no. for me. No. Here's no. the thing, Jason. I was going to celebrate Juneteenth regardless of what legislation they passed. So them making an official holiday is dope. I think it, it's cool, but it definitely doesn't a rep. No, it doesn't do anything. It's not even, it's like one step of 30 to get where we need to go. Like, hell no. I think this is the okie doke, right? Like I, 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 can't, I, I understand that Juneteenth is cool, right? But them giving black people an excuse to celebrate something they were going to be celebrating anyways seems exactly. ridiculous to me. It's like I'm making a cake and I tell you I want you to bring me back eggs and you bring me back tequila. And now I'm just drunk and cakeless, right? Like I, I, I like tequila, I, I, but I really need eggs. After this weekend, I don't even want to think of tequila. But let me say Sorry, this. Listen, I, right? I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to trigger I, you. I just feel like, you know, how hard they've come out in support of Asian Americans. You know, the fact that, you know, we we celebrate white holidays 365 days of the year because it's still a white person's country. The fact that the Native Americans have been given all the land and the casinos and all these rights and stuff. When do black people get real repre- rep- reparations? When? 
I don't understand it. I don't understand how this holiday, you know, looked to some as if it was something huge to celebrate. I'm tired of settling for at least we're making progress. Like we've been here long enough. We've built enough. And we uh, we bring the sauce to this country. Why is it that we're happy for the little crumbs that they're giving us? You know what's so crazy about you saying that is the fact that we actually have been asking for reparations and an anti-lynching bill to be passed for a long time. And instead of giving us those two things that are real and actually keep us safe in real life, they gave us Juneteenth. They said, go have yeah. a, the, the cookout that we're not invited to federally. And and it, so I just think this is just an okie doke. And I'm really, really annoyed because the anti-lynching bill, why are we still not making it a federal crime to lynch people? In 2021. That's ridiculous to me. That would have been more impressive. This is the point that I'm trying to make. Why are we not talking about prison reform or real legislation to protect our communities and to make sure that our kids and our families are safe in communities that we exist with these people? I don't understand why Juneteenth is something to celebrate. I saw every one of Kamala's teeth on the news conference when she made this announcement. I saw her molars. I don't want to know you like that, Kamala. Like, I like you and I'm happy that you're there, but I don't need to see your dentistry. I need you to do more than that. Get up there and say, stop shooting niggas today. Do something Mm -hmm. that we can all resonate. Because honestly, like Juneteenth, I I don't even celebrate Black History Month because I'm Black every day. I don't need a month. We can have both, though. We can have Juneteenth and... Laws. It's not, not both. It's not even nothing wrong with Juneteenth. Like Blue said, it's the it's a media okie doke in my eyes because regardless mm-hmm. if they pass the legislation or not, every black person is going to be in the street celebrating it. So what you do is you jump in front of it, you make it a national holiday, and you throw it all in the news like you did this. This you're the reason that we're celebrating it this massively, and while we're out in the streets, we're already going to do it anyway. So I felt like like Blue said, it's a it's a big okie doke, and it's also a media okie doke. So now you got the president and everybody on there going on TV like, oh, we did this such great thing. We were celebrating for Juneteenth regardless. We did it last year and we're going to do it next year and the year after that. Let me tell you what you can do, Joey. You can put together a hundred billion dollar package for black businesses just for us, just for us. Create a black committee, completely black, not white people black, not white people running the blacks. Black people deciding how to spend that hundred billion dollars. Now, now we got to make sure nobody's you know gives it to their cousin Boo Boo and all that bullshit. But that's why you put together a really good group of people. You you let it be led by Michelle Obama. Ooh, give her like something that. She's still our first lady. I know. I'm I'm just saying. Give me tangible things. I don't need no fucking day off. Okay, my staff. They say, oh, it's Juneteenth this weekend. Most people are off on the weekends already. It's not even like they got an extra day of work. <laughs> Off work. I have a you question like, about that. Are white people going to take Juneteenth off? Are, yes. are they joining us? Like, I'm so confused. Mm-hmm. As a white person, do you get Juneteenth off to celebrate that the last of us ran from you? Like, that seems like a you weird flex. Get, you, I need someone to explain that. Christmas, you get Christmas because a white nigga was flying around with reindeers giving away presents. Well, no, that's oh. you. Right. Well, listen. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to see white people celebrating. And Jesus, <laughs> wait. And Jesus. And Jesus is black. They took that from us too. This is what I'm saying. I'm tired of the holidays. I don't even care about holidays. I don't. Well, what is today? Monday. But you see, even, even that right there. But even that right there for us to go. Oh, we don't care about the holiday. I care about the holiday, but it doesn't negate the fact that real legislation needs to be passed. So we don't have to down the holiday. 
two things can exist because we were celebrating regardless. Regardless if anybody made it national or official, we was going to celebrate anyway. So them doing that, it's like, okay, can you really pass some real legislation that's going to make some real change? Because we didn't need y'all to give us permission to party when we were already partying. Reparations. I'm not even African-American, so I'm not even going to get a reparations check and I'm still fighting for reparations. Okay? Well, I'm, I'm African-American. I'm African-American and I don't want half of my reparation. I want all of it. Just because I'm half white. <laughs> Wait. One drop, the one drop rule applies. I'm <laughs> Damn, that's funny. Can you imagine well. Jason getting the, the half reparation package? Right, this is for your daddy's side. I'm going like, to tell, tell you who else wants rep reparations. That's Azalea Banks. Because, baby, she jumped out into the comments and had a lot to say. And she, this is what she said to, um, what's the girl name? Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. She said, according to this logic, on July 4th, 1776, you would still be enslaved, most likely on the verge of starvation due to all of America's food supply having been prioritized for the war, while your hand so flag American flags and struggle to wet nurse some depressed 24-year-old white widow's sickly child until your nipples are chapped and dry. Next, your final descent down the stairs and out the back door where you proudly slept on a bed bug infested pile of hay in a six by four cabin you share with four other cells. Happy Independence Day, Candace Owens. Well, I've always felt like Candace Owens is one of the slaves that Harry would have left behind. So this story time of Azalea Banks actually is on track in my but opinion. I don't disagree with Candace that. Owens in a fight with Azalea Banks like this month couldn't even be more weird. Like I'm over it. Like I, I, like, I don't even, I don't, I don't, I don't care for either one of them. People listening, if you're listening to the podcast, just know this, please rewatch this show after today. Because when I tell you, I don't even know the words that are coming out of my mouth. There are words that want to come out that aren't even a part of the conversation because I don't even know where I am right now. I am. I need it on my life. Now, now, I'm confused, Jace, because you I feel like you've been outside longer than all of us. Like, you've been going right. on trips. Like, you've been having that outside experience. What was it that took you out this weekend? People are excited about being outside to the extent that they just are outside for no reason. The traffic is crazy again. Mm -hmm. The stores are packed. Oh Nobody's wearing a mask. And I know damn well everybody ain't been vaccinated because I haven't worn a mask and I'm not vaccinated. I don't even know how the switch from COVID just went off like that. How? Where did it go? It just looks like playing yeah. people at this point. You know, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm, thing damaged, I think the thing that damaged in blue that's exhausting is when I travel to an Aruba or here or there, I'm on a beach, I'm on a jet ski, I'm chilling in my hotel bed, I'm in the pool. I'm not around the masses. People are in these streets. And then you look at the crime. Crime has gone up now because people are outside again. And people just, you know, think about it. We have not socially interacted on this level in about almost two years. Yesterday, I was out and ran into Miracle Watts. And she went to hug me. And I jumped back because I have not had strangers hugging on me. I don't even like strangers hugging on me. But I haven't had people hugging on me like that in a long time. You said you jumped back from Miracle Watts. I wouldn't even do that. I mean, I went I back in. Jason, you like, you, you for real about this. Like, you, you, <laughs> See, Miracle Jason, what? I wouldn't jump back from her. She's soft. Um, no, I, like, I, I have. Like, that. <laughs> like, like, people haven't even seen my, my physical transformation. Yesterday, people were really shocked. You know what I mean? So, like, I've, we've not seen each other like this, and it's really overwhelming for me. And I, I don't like it. I don't. I was confused about the social norms because I'm vaccinated and had a mask on. Okay. So I'm like the teacher's pet and I show up to the block party 
all vaccinated and masked up. And people were looking at me like I was crazy. They were like, what are you doing? I was like, is mm-hmm. COVID like, over? Man. I thought, I was like, did I miss the memo? Is COVID over? So it's one of those things now. If you are being COVID compliant, people are looking at you crazy for having a mask 24 hours after outside just opened back up. So it's been a very bizarre time that just like that, now, put the switch and it's over. Now, this this might not be bizarre to y'all, but it was a little different for me. People were having so much fun at that block party. I seen someone literally show up topless, like titties out. Were they flat? Was it small though? Were they small, small breasts? Were they small? T- no, they they were pretty. They were pretty nice. But I ain't gonna lie to you, they was de- they was definitely lookers. The girls, was, it wasn't the girls like, with the, sm- the small. No, they was they, out all the time. Okay. No, no, they, they had some good hang to them. It was it was it was a oh. nice set. And I ain't gonna, no, I ain't gonna lie. It was a nice set. And I was just like, are we that much outside? Or am I tripping? Like that's okay to do because we ain't been outside in a long time. We had a long debate about that backstage. So let me understand this. So if I if I come to a party to rock out with my cock out and she can have her titty out, is it? No, I'm mm-hmm. saying, why is that wrong? It's the same thing, right? This was the debate I was having. Uh oh. I don't really need to see I mean, your, anybody's wobbly bits. Like that just seems. And rude. I and I really <laughs> don't need to, and I really don't need to see your titties with the little whisker on the areola. Clip that bitch off oh. and things down. I didn't come out to see that. I came out for my little cocktail. Now here's your hairy little areolas all in my fucking Who, face. Whose areolas are you looking at? I'm know. just saying I've seen a point or two where they got that one little whisker that won't <laughs> tweezers pull that shit out. I ain't gonna lie, she had she had they were nice. I was just like, is this what we doing now? Is this not what we're doing? I ain't have the right answers. Somebody there could have had a really nice penis. That don't mean that we want to see it hanging out. I mean. Is it the same, though? Is it the same? Because I was having the same discussion. They were like, well, you know, somebody said backstage we need to normalize that. And I was like, do we? <laughs> and I i didn't know. I didn't have the right answer. I'm like, do we just normalize a woman walking around with the titties out? Is that cool? I, like, I think, what do I you think? think normal, I think we normalize nudity, period. I think that if you want to walk with your dick out, or you oh. want to walk with your breasts out, or you want to walk with your ass out, you should be able to do that. I have no issue with people being naked. What I have an issue with is when people that are naked and they try to touch you, and, and they're not Because, <laughs> you know, the, the event was tight. Blue, you was there. The event, it was, it was tight. So she had to, you know, slide through with them things. And I think a couple people definitely got blessed, for sure. For sure. Um, People get blessed. When you have large breasts people are gonna get blessed whether you have a shirt on or not i think we have to compare it apples to apples not apples to penises so her top would be equivalent to a male top so those of us no. who believe in freeing uh, no no it's not no, it's no not. let me finish no, not. i believe in freeing the nip right so if everybody can have their nipples out i'm cool with that i don't want to see anybody's genitals so for me from the waist up I, I'm, I'm here for all of it it's from the waist down that i'm like keep that to yourself i don't want to see your you vagina know the, you you know the problem that the in blue, blue. I, you know, last week I apologized. I called you a street sweeper. Probably wasn't nice. You did, today, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, and then you tagged me on now, it. Well, let me do that because you're a street sweeper. But let me tell you something. Now that I sit here and I'm looking at you in your face, let me tell you that you are the problem. You and all the women in the show, all the women in the world, all these double standards y'all got. First of all, stop telling me that a woman's nipples and a man's nipples are the same thing. They may technically be nipples, but why can we go outside and wear our nipples out proudly without going to jail? But y'all can't. That's because y'all live by society rules. Let your balls hang. Let your titties hang. Let your motherfucking pussy out. 
let your dick just let it flow let it flow let it flow and stop judging it's women who cause the problem y'all you talking about apples the penises stop hating on the penis what the penis do to you Stop free the nipples the free i i love nipples and i think everybody's nipples should be out but from the waist down let's all no double standard i mean everybody men and women and gender non-conforming from the waist down you can cover it up but why free nipples for everybody. why why you know how much let me tell you the benefits of of not living up to that standard do you know how many relationships we all could have prevented by getting into a relationship with a no nothing nigga if we could have saw him from the waist down before we made a commitment. Do you know how many relationships we would have gotten into if we could see it? Some of them are are packing things that do you know are tantalizing um, Do you know how many men could have avoided getting themselves in a relationship with a woman whose vagina needed a tummy tuck? Oh what? shit. I don't even know what that means. Jason, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Uh, yeah, I have, I have, oh, I have damage. a damage. Do you damage? Do you know what I mean, damage? I've seen it. There's a name for it. There's a name for it, Jason. It's called beef curtains. What you're, what you're saying? It's beef beef curtains. curtains. Could mm-hmm. you imagine, Blue, the man you met at the at Greystone? You was gonna take him home and suck his dick, but if you would have knew he had cottage cheese with pineapples around the top, you probably wouldn't have got him got in the car. Jason, you're gonna get like sunburn on your penis, like trying to die on this hill. Be careful; it's hot outside. Jason, okay? the Google searches you must have. Like, what are you right. find this imagery? Oh, I'll right. say this: I want everybody to do whatever they want to do, but you gotta understand in life, no matter what decision you make, there's consequences and there's benefits. Yep. It's a crazy world, and that's what I was saying backstage. A lot of people didn't agree with me. I didn't care. I said, "Look, you want to walk around with your shirt off? That's cool, but in the real world." It could be benefits to this. You might get some free gas somewhere, some chips, some Wendy's, whatever. Get the party for free. But there are also some weirdos out here that might touch you inappropriately. I'm not giving them a pass to do that. I'm not saying it's okay that they do that or try to do that, but it's reality. And you know, a lot of people. But as like a that, woman, that and, and I, I would use the same argument that the NRA. I would use the same argument that the NRA uses when it comes to gun reform. Crazy people still gonna shoot people, whether you got guns. Or, I mean, it's not the gun; it's the crazy people. It's the same thing when yeah. it comes back to this topic, right? Bill Cosby and his pudding pops was touching people without them being naked. You don't have to be naked to be touched. People that touch people just touch people. So hold those. People I'm happy up. you mentioned that too, because my friend got grabbed in Vegas two weeks ago. We were in Vegas, fully dressed, and it was Memorial Day weekend. And this guy saw her. He's like, "I want you." And he just grabbed mm-hmm. her and she was like, get off of me. We were both fully dressed going to dinner to go meet the rest of our friends. So even if you are wearing a beautiful gown in a nice, fancy, five-star, expensive-ass restaurant, any drunk Negro can just walk up to you and grab you because Absolutely. I want you. You know? And, exactly. And I look at it as preventative, right? Of course, you could have a full, you could be fully covered in a goddamn blanket and somebody might come touch you. But I tell you this, that same person that would touch you in that blanket he will definitely be more likely to touch you if you ain't got a damn shirt on. That don't make him cool. That ain't not, it doesn't say he's okay for doing that. He's a fucking weirdo. I'm thinking about the protection of people. So I just want everybody to be safe. That's it. Yeah. Have fun. All right. So, you know, something else that's wild and just kind of still hanging out there. Carmelo Anthony has twins over in London. And we were contacted by a woman in London who told us that she had a relationship with Carmelo Anthony. Now, uh, what people don't know is that... Uh, Carmelo Anthony and Lala had been separated for three years. I actually spoke to Lala. We didn't get too much in details, but I did want to kind of get to the heart of what was happening with this news that it broke. And so Carmelo had twins by this woman. 
which is a single man he can do. He's just not divorced yet. And so people started to drag Lala into it and their child by saying this is the third child he's had on Lala, uh, that he's had you know, one before and now two more. And so Lala wanted to set the record straight that she is she and him are not together and haven't been together in a few years. Well, the two things that I that I thought were concerning were one, that we didn't know that he had these two kids, and two, that they're still in the NICU over in London struggling for their lives, and he's now not involved in his ghost of the woman. And so that's what made her come forward. Now, ironically, also a part of the story was the fact that we put out another piece that Kim Kardashian allegedly had hired a private investigator. So I talked to Kim Kardashian CMO, Tracy Romulus, and she explained that she was a friend of Lala's and she on her own decided to go behind Kim and Lala's back to find out details to help Lala with the information. That just set the internet on fire and the girl got nervous and it became a big mess. And so now, you know, I don't know where we are with it because the woman has disappeared. I know that Carmela was allegedly trying to get her to, at least what she said, trying to get her to um, admit that she was lying because he wanted to distance himself from the scandal and, uh, you know, continue to pay her. Now, we've seen PayPal records um, of upwards of $100,000 sent between Carmelo and her. I mean, they look legit. And then also she sent me text messages of, of him between him and her. And I verified them with a third party friend. So he was, in fact, texting her. What do you guys think about all this? And why do you think Lala was unnecessarily drug into it all? Jason, forget King of Beagle. You're the king of receipts. Do you recognize how many receipts you just dropped? But let me tell you something. I've never seen a hundred thousand go through in a PayPal. That's fucking incredible. I just want to put that out there. Wow. I didn't know PayPal could do that. Wow. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a little petty. Poor Lala. My heart goes out to all the, the women and children involved who are innocent victims of this man's roving penis. That's how I feel about it. I think I'm surprised they're not divorced already. We all thought they were divorced. When they said Lala was filing for divorce, my first reaction was, wait, they're not divorced already? So I think anybody blaming her for any of Carmelo's actions is really foolish because we all know that they have not been a real couple and living as husband and wife for a very long time. So she shouldn't be punished for any of his his sins. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I'll, I'll tell you I'm what I told Lala. Lala. I'll tell you what I told Lala. You know, I'd be sleeping under a rock. I didn't know that they had, uh, that they were not living under the same roof. I thought they were still together. But technically, if they're still married, they're still together. I think the issue that people were having is that they had not finalized, you know, their relationship in the public eye. And what I was explaining to her was until we see the separation, I think is when we can, like, mentally separate it. And, you know, one thing I know about Lala, just from a distance, because I, I everybody knows I'm Team Lala. I've been a fan of Lala's. I love her, how she's built her career and how she makes her moves. And she's just a swagged out chick. What I love about her is that she stayed in the marriage, meaning staying married, because her son is old enough where he follows Hollywood Unlocked. He, he, he looks oh. at what we're posting and he's reading what's happening on the Internet. And she didn't want him to read issues between their mother and their father. But, you know, it comes to a point where you out here just being reckless and now she keeps being drugged into it when she's trying to move on. So, you know, she's now filed for divorce and I think that's the right thing to do. And, and I, I wanted her to file for divorce a long time ago, but you know, it's not my relationship. And, and you know what? And I feel like Lala is strong enough to handle the situation, but you brought up her son. That's the dude. That's the person I'm worried about. That's the person Carmelo has to talk to because like you said, he's old enough to see, read and understand, digest all of this. You got to speak to your son, man. And, you know, that's a tough pill to swallow. You know, I think Lala is definitely prepared for this. And in, in this time of social media and everything going on, I think she can spin it where, you know, watch me on the shy every weekend. She got a popping show going on. She's doing her thing it's in the acting amazing. world. It's amazing. I yeah. think she's going to be totally great. I think she 
is used to this. Unfortunately, she's used to this kind of uh, <laughs> thing dropping on her. And I think she's going to move forward just fine. There's a new artist named Damon Fletcher that's really dope. And I want to tell you all about him. He has a new song called Ready featuring Cupid. You know, the Cupid shuffle. Well, I want to play a little bit of their song for you. Check it out. Just get to my goals. I just held on to these dreams and I never let go. I'm trying to find the perfect happiness to deepen my soul. When I finally took the risk, they paid off. That's for sure. That's for sure. Now, Damon is giving away a round-trip flight and stay at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas from anywhere in the U.S. to go with him to meet, guess who? Usher for a VIP concert experience. Usher's his inspiration for his music journey, and he hopes that this giveaway will spark someone to chase their dreams, too. For all the details, go over to his Instagram right now and tell him I sent you. It's at the Damon Fletcher, right here, at the Damon Fletcher, or on his website, www.damonfletcher.com. Go now. We used to always think of Lala as uh, Kim and uh, uh, Sierra's friend or the girl who was married to the basketball player. But over the years, to Damage's point, she has done a really excellent job of paving her own lane. When I think of Lala now, I don't even think of Carmelo. I don't think of the mm -hmm. Kardashians. I don't think of Sierra. I think of her on the shy. I think of her in power. I think of her as her own entity. And so I think even though there might be some haters who want to drag her into this mess with Carmelo, he is her estranged husband. That's a legal term. He's her estranged husband. Husband, but that estranged makes a lot of sense. And so for me, her stardom is so much bigger than, no offense, I, I don't watch basketball. To me, she's a bigger star than him at this point in her career. So well, I think she'll be just fine. I'm not worried well, about I'll her. I'll be honest with you. I never looked at Lala Anthony as an accessory to the Kardashians or as Carmelo's wife. I always, I've respected Lala as a journalist moving up through TRL and holding her own thing, holding her own. And I and I really love how, you know, what, 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 what I think I get from watching Lala and her relationships is how trusted she is. Beyonce mm -hmm. trusts you, Serena trusts you, Sierra trusts you, the Kardashians trust you. I mean, she is a, tr you could tell the type of person she is. And talking to her on the phone, this is the first time we actually had a phone call. You know, I can feel her energy through the phone. It was a real ass chick having a real ass conversation. We didn't have to do the whole, is this off the record thing? Oh, I'm afraid to talk to you thing. She was like, yo, I fuck with you. I just want you to have all the information so you know where you're coming from. And that, you know, we, we make sure that keep in mind, there's a child who's reading all this. And she even, this is this was another thing I think that stood out for me on the call was she was even compassionate and showing empathy for Carmelo, you know? And oh, I, I think that, I her. think that, uh, you know, I wish her the best. I am glad that she's filed for divorce. I hope she gets the closure that she deserves. And, and Lala, remember I tell you this, the next man, you're going to find you a real good one now. Not to say that Carmelo was yeah. bad. I think all men are flawed to a certain degree, even damaged. But, you know, you're going to find a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and to Carmelo, I don't know, dude, personally, man, just get it together where, you know, you, you can have that respect and love from your kids. That's it. You know, is Lala going to stay? No. But, you know, you still have your son there. You still have to be a role model for him. So we all got to keep in mind, all us fathers, you got to keep in mind the actions we do, the things we do is a reflection of us and our family. So that's it, Carmelo. Hopefully get together. Okay. Well, Lala, if you are watching, please tell your son to turn this off because I have to say something to his dad, okay? Oh, Carmelo. Oh, Carmelo. No. Here it goes. Car Carmelo, I don't know you, and I know you don't care that I don't know you. And I know that you don't care to know me because anybody who's in this much shit, they don't like me because I have a job to do. I am a fan, though, however, of you as an athlete. I think you're a great athlete, and you're going to go down as one of the best NBA players to ever grace the court. 
but you're also going to go down as probably like a no shit guy too. You have two kids right now that are in a hospital allegedly fighting for their lives. And the way that you handle it is by allegedly cutting the woman who birthed these kids. That you raw dog. You took your, what's that little shark called? The little shark? No, no, no. What's that? What? Baby what? Baby shark. Baby shark. You took baby your shark. baby shark and you put it in that pool. And now you got to deal with the responsibilities or irresponsibilities of your behavior. And now you got us all out here trying to figure out private investigators. Kim's being drug into it. Her staff ain't working on skims because they focus on you. Lala somewhere trying to protect your son from you and you ain't handling your business. You need to step up and be a better man. And I'm so sick and tired of everybody saying, oh, it's the Kardashians that make uh, 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 the black man look bad. No, it's the black men who can't control their penises that do all this extra shit that continue to be propped up by women like Lala and the Kardashians because of other reasons that continue to make black men look crazy. Get your shit together, brother. That's it. Yeah, sexual discipline, man. Us, We got we to exercise sexual discipline. It's so needed. Everybody in the limelight, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're just starting off. I don't care if you're the biggest star in the world because clearly, no matter if you're an all-star athlete, sexual discipline is needed, especially if you got kids, man. Our kids going to watch this stuff. They see this stuff. And this came out Father's Day weekend, so for me, that's extra tacky. That's karma. Yeah, it's like, we gotta have sexual discipline. And and let's be clear. Do not blame the media for having a job to do. Do not blame blogs. Do not blame radio shows. Don't blame podcasts, talk show hosts, all that. Own your shit. All the stuff they've ever put out about me that I've done, I did it. All the stuff they've ever tried to put out about me that I didn't do, I don't own it. Because you know what they say, when they can't find nothing, they make it up. And that's real. But what I will say to the situation, you know, this woman that I spoke to, I believe her over these other women that I've talked to that have popped up and had these issues with athletes because she was like, she sounded emotionally devastated. And she reached out to me. I think out of desperation because she didn't know where else to go and she knew I'd be doing what I'm doing right now. Now, she has disappeared and I'm sure she got some phone calls and people are trying to manage the situation because you have to think about it. A lot of people are invested in Carmelo, the NBA, if he has a shoe deal, that brand. There's tons and tons of people making millions and millions of dollars off of Carmelo, so they don't want these kind of conversations to be happening. But more importantly, Carmelo, your kid... I just told you your kid is on the internet. So if you if you know your kid is seeing what daddy doing, daddy need to do better. Period. Now I'm gonna tell you who is doing better, and that's Chloe Kardashian. You know, on this show, we've been very vocal about, you know, Chloe looking like a doormat to Tristan Thompson. Well, now she's filed for divorce, and we don't have all the details of what's actually happening. But what we do know is that she is finally walking away and ending this on a permanent basis. I have to tell you, Blue Damage, I'm extremely happy. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I'm happy that she is now going to be freed from this situation. But does it make it any better that now she's a baby mama? Um, there's nothing wrong with being a baby mama. I just feel like she was embarrassed into it, though, because I watched the whole the entire last season of the Kardashians and they heavy handedly tried to shove Tristan Thompson and his baby voice down our throats. And it was really, really quenched to watch. And they were talking about having another baby, being a surrogate, and how they spent eight months together working out with Kim as a third wheel. They tried to make us fall in love with this man so we could forget the 20 or so people that he's cheated with, all for her to be embarrassed again as the show's airing with more allegations. So I think she probably broke up with him out of embarrassment because I read the statement, and the statement said they broke up a couple of weeks ago. 
but the finale just came out last week with the with the um the part one and part two of the reunion and she was on the reunion talking about how uh, number one she lied on jordan woods allegedly and said jordan woods didn't apologize to her but jada pinkett smith's mother has receipts that show otherwise she's still trying to make us feel like he's a good guy and when it didn't work that's why she broke up with him so i just think she's embarrassed and will probably still be creeping with him on the low i don't believe it yet i do not believe her yet I mean, she wouldn't yeah, be the first woman to let her. She wouldn't be the first woman to let her baby daddy come back and get some. I mean, that's that's not whatever. But in terms of the apology, I mean, Jordan Woods, I think, took responsibility on the red table talk. But is she saying yeah. she didn't re- she didn't apologize to her directly? Is what I think she's yeah. saying. Yeah. Well, Andy Cohen asked her, and she said, "No, she never directly apologized to me." And Adrian, who was Jada Pinkett Smith's mother, said, "Uh-uh." Jordan actually showed her the text that showed the apology. So the, the Smith family is calling BS and saying that it's not true. And yeah, well, I mean, I mean did, did Jada did Jada let August Alcina hit? I mean, do we still <gasps> know Jada's tea? I mean, do we still know Jada's tea? At this point, we're gonna take we're gonna take tea spillers <laughs> who are spilling alleged text tea to us when they won't spill their own. No, honey, I don't do that. And I love Jada Pickett Smith. Y'all know that. But what I'm not gonna do is sit here and watch the Smiths use their platform to try to destroy a woman. And then in the same time, say, stop using your platform to destroy her. The reason why the black community loves it is because Jada Pinkett is giving the Kardashians a dose of their own medicine. But let's mm-hmm. be clear. It's the same situation on both sides. Both are out here uh, in glass houses throwing stones. But I, I will say again, you know, let Jordan Woods speak for herself. Let her release the text messages. Let her call foul on the play. We want to hear from Jordan. We don't want it. We're not hearing from Chris talk about Chloe. We're hearing from Chloe. I want it. Matter of fact, I want Chloe and Jordan Woods to get boxing gloves. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Celebrity boxing. I'll, I'll pay for that. Fight it out. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for that, too. That would be crazy. Now and I'm really skims, about though. The- They'd be wearing skims so they can have some a branding deal with Kim. I think it'd be hot. But no, I think Jordan would win. I think Jordan would definitely win. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. Jason, set was, that was, up. That's a Hollywood unlock uh, pay-per-view blockbuster. I was on a flight with, with uh, Khloe Kardashian and her original body, and she don't look like she has enough muscle mass. I think Jordan stop, would take her. Stop body shaming Khloe. I'm not body shaming her. That, I'm talking about being able to box. Body. I'm talking about athleticism. Her original body? It was 2009. Yes. Yes, it was 2009. It was her original body. Like, I'm being fact-based here. Her Even she admits it. Body. You <laughs> yeah. tried it. You tried it. Your body's shaming. And then you know what? When they call, body call Lizzo fat, when they start calling Lizzo fat again, I don't want to hear nothing because body shaming has to be applied fairly. But even. here's the thing about being fat, though. Like, not everybody thinks being called fat if they're fat is body shaming. Like, that word means nothing to me. Like, it means zero to me. So, for me, body shaming has to involve shaming. Me recognizing that in 2009 you had a different body, factually speaking, is just me being accurate. I love the body that she had in 2019. Mm-hmm. 2009 or 19? 2009 I mean, was when oh, we were on the flight together. 2009. Uh, what's changed? It's changed over the decades. Very much. Wait, she can. I love everybody that she chooses to have. Okay, the one that she uh, was born with and the one that she bought. They both look cute to me. Um, you know the, the speaking of the Andy Cohen reunion, I thought it was really interesting to see how Kim Kardashian cut straight to the chase when they were asking whether or not they would let Jordan be their friend again. How you gonna let a grown woman be your friend? What kind of question is that? Well, what, didn't you say she was like living with one of them in like a back house or something like that? 
No, Kylie asked her to. Damn I'm it, asking no. a real question. That's not, <laughs> not shade, a Jason. Not a, a back house. A back house. So check this out. I think Jason was being smart and he was saying something. I took it as real fat. Okay. I, I, that's what she was living. I did, no, I did she not was say not that in Jordan Woods. I did not say that Jordan Woods was sleeping in the outhouse. I said she was sleeping in Kylie's backyard. That's not true either. Oh, okay. You're all. This is such a yes. She did. Yes, she awesome. lived in her. She lived in her pool house, allegedly. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, that's what a I said. House, the back house. It, oh my god, the connotation. I'm from Philly. The back house is the pool house. We don't have. I, if yes. there's a house and there's a house behind it, it's the back house. Damage, damage. Um, Blue just don't want to accept that Jordan Woods used to sleep where the maid's mops and shit be hanging at. Okay, that's where she lived. It <gasps> well, is, the tea yeah, is her, Kylie Becker. Kylie nice back house. Kylie begged her to stay with her because Kylie didn't want to live alone, and they were best friends. And so she came. So and you're telling with her me as you're telling friend. me that a white woman begged a black woman to go live in her backyard? If you don't shut the fuck up right now, Kardashians so always have black women as pets. What are you talking about? It's like the way they, they do no, that wait. all the time. I'm just mad y'all had this reaction, and she really lived in the back house. No, the pool like, house. I said something crazy. Wait, 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 wait. no, the pool I'm house. Get, I'm gonna get phone call. I'm gonna get phone calls. Let me just let me clear the air real quick. You will not refer Clearly. to Mika and Khadija as as black pets. I don't know who they are. The Kardashians like to have black people around as accessories while doing Blue, black things. So, Blue, you are so reckless on this show that I live for every second of it. I said what I said, and if they see me in the street, come see me at the next block party, and I'll now, say it to now, you. We can have a discussion now, about it. But here's the it. problem with this. When y'all say this stuff and I repeat it, I don't know it's shade. I'm thinking it's true. So one day I'm like, oh yeah, Kardashian had black pets. And they go, like, damn it, what? Damn it, she knew damn well what you were doing when you asked about her living in the pool house. You're being messy. Yeah, you you started said, with back house. she live in the back house? You know and damn you know what a back house sounds like. Let me let this serve an example to all of the Hollywood Unlocked supporters out there. When y'all see me like, oh, he's so messy. Did you see what just happened? Let me recap it. Damage said that Jordan Woods was sleeping where the mops be at, and she called Malik and Khadijah black dogs. No, I said they keep black pets. I don't. I I like the friends, but they're seen and treated like black pets. I I just I want no more of this conversation. I'm not going to demean. The I love you, Khadijah, Malika, and all the other Ikas. Let's talk in person. And Jordan, okay. let me say this to Jordan Woods. Jordan, I keep running into you in public, and it's always at a restaurant. We lost all this weight, and we can't stop eating. But listen, I, I ran into a Craig. <laughs> I ran into That's a Craig. No, 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 no. Because Jordan Woods, I ain't gonna lie, and I don't even want to say this. I love her. She's she a looks baddie. She looks, she looks damn good. And I'm gonna tell mm -hmm. you what else makes her look good too. That fine ass boyfriend that she got. She got a good man. I yes. love the fact that in the middle of Chloe staying with Tristan, you know, on that on that plane that had a lot of turbulence called a relationship. Jordan's relationship was able to blossom. And I really like the guy that she's with. I don't know much about mm -hmm. him. I know he's a basketball player. I actually saw him once in uh, at Larson Pippen's. Good. Birthday, no, they were friends first. He's amazing. Like and they, they, they were friends first. He's a very good guy. Very good guy. Look, if I'm Jason he don't know much about you, that means you're doing your job. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. I, I mean, I know he's fine as hell. I know he's a basketball player. I know his mother died from COVID, which was so emotional to watch that just i mean like i like yeah. him I like how he honors jordan and i know every time i run into her it's always like this look like oh shit you know on both <laughs> parts because i'm like girl 
in many ways, people think I ruined her life. I think that I had to be here in order for her to have her own life. It wasn't until this story broke that she was forced out of the back house. And now so you set her free like Harriet Tubman. Is that what you're saying, Jason? That you said Jordan I, I, was I'm free? I'm, we're not going. Wait, wait. We're not, hold on. Hold on. Jason. We're not going to refer. We're not going to. We're not going to refer to Jordan Woods as a slave. I just no. We her, called you Harriet Tubman. Oh, you called me a slave. We called you Harriet. I ain't no fucking slave. But I will say yes. I I in many ways push her out of the comfort of the Kardashian clan, and I'm I look at her now thriving and making her own money and doing her thing. Her mother Elizabeth looks great. She would a oh, fine yeah. ass man who honors her. She is she's in the position to decide if she wants to go back to the Kardashians or not. And she shouldn't because she was betrayed in many ways. She won. So, no, Jordan I think won. Jordan won this. And you know what, Jordan? Mm-hmm. Keep on doing you, boo. And I hope one day I'll see you in the streets and you give me a big old hug. And I'm sure that will never happen. But I am willing to accept it if you want to, because uh, I look, I just do my job. You know what I mean? I just do my job and. Just like I came on the show and I said uh, that Tristan Thompson was no good and Chloe needed to dump him, she must have heard me, and I'm glad she did it. Congratulations to you for both throwing out your trash. Listen, Tristan Kardashian isn't the only man who's in trouble over there with the Kardashian family. Scott Disick is also in the news because he was asked about dating younger, and he said, quote, I don't look for young girls, but they're attracted to me. And during Keeping Up With The Kardashians reunion, Scott Disick insisted that he doesn't seek out younger women to date, but instead they come to him. He's 38 years old, and now he's dating 20-year-old Amelia Gray Hamlin and says, quote, everybody gets this wrong, that I look for young girls. I don't go out looking for young girls. They happen to be attracted to me because I look young. That's what I'm telling myself. Here's the thing. I'm 31 years old. I don't know where to find a 20-year-old woman at. Where did he go where he says they're attracted to him and they come to him? Where the hell are you at? Were you at a... The girl can't even drink yet. So where, where are you at? You at the playground? Like, where, where are you finding these young girls? That's what I'm just trying to figure out. Even if you're not attracted to them and walking up to them, is it through the mall? Where, where you, can somebody well, tell me where to find a 20-year-old woman at? I can because all the women that he's dated that are younger are actually Hollywood royalty, and they all run in the same small circle. So the first girl he dated was Lionel Richie's daughter, and now he's dating okay. Lisa Renna and, Har- and Harry Hamlin's daughter. So these are women who are already in his stratosphere because they're already part of Hollywood royalty. So it's not the same thing as going to a club and finding a random 20 year old. And to his point, I usually, you know, I'm I'm pro women and I'm always talking about sexual predators and I believe victims and X, Y, and Z. But when I've been watching, because I watch the Kardashians a lot, I'm going to admit I watched the show in its entirety. (laughs) Scott has a very young energy where his age does not match the way that he acts. If I met him on the street, I would think he was 30 based on how he acts. And as someone who often dates people who are much younger than me because they assume I'm younger, I kind of understand his point. I don't remember the last time I dated anybody over the age of 34. And I'm in my 40s now. And that's not Would because I'm a 19-year-old. Well, of course not, because I have sense. But I'm saying <laughs> because of, in Hollywood, the, the things are skewed. Jason, you can talk about this. A lot of times people are in weird situations in this industry that are not the same thing as normal life. So a 20-year-old who's been in this industry her whole life because her family's royalty is very different than the average 20-year-old girl. So I'm not excusing it but I completely actually understand where he's coming from. 
Well, let me let I me just cut through this. Let me just cut through this onion so you can get these tears out the way. I'm 43 years old, and if you're 21 years plus, I'll fuck you if I want to. And you know what? <gasps> the problem that people have with me fucking somebody in their 20s is because people want to always put gay and pedophilia together. You can be gay and date younger, but not be a pedophile. Let me be very clear. Have I fucked a 21, 22, 23, 25 year old? Absolutely. Some people will say my energy is a lot younger too, unless you catch me like today feeling some type of way. <laughs> But I, I have to say that I, I think we have to get to a place where we just agree to disagree. Some people believe date your own age. If you're 43, you should be dating people from 40 to 50. Okay. Some people believe if you're 40, you can date 43, you can date anybody from 30 up. Your personal idea of what a perfect relationship is or what an appropriate relationship is all solely based on what you believe. What we should all believe is that a person that is over the age of 18 should not be dating somebody who's under the age of 18. That's from 18 to 50 should not be dating anybody who's a kid. Now me, am I going to be with a 19 or a 20 year old or even in a relationship with anybody that's up to 23, 24? What the fuck are we going to talk about? You know what I mean? World exactly. news. World but he's news. immature oh. though. He's immature. So it makes sense. Well, look, you tell me how he found wait, wait, wait. That was my biggest... Yeah. Wait, however, damageable, let me flip this on you. I recently met a 24-year-old whose conversation is way more advanced than anybody I've had that's like literally my age or even a little younger. So where it where do we cut off the age? Again, I think it goes back to your personal beliefs, right? Yeah, yeah. and like I said, I'm going back to how you finding them. Like, you know, Blue, you broke it down. He might be around these people cool. But if you say, like, oh, yeah, I don't like young girls. They like me. And it's like, well, where are you finding them at? That's just my big question. <laughs> Like, don't say you don't like young girls, but you're everywhere the young girls at. Like, all right, bro. That's all I got to say. Well, the woman that he wants to be with is 40, and she doesn't want him. Well, if you don't like young girls and you're driving an ice cream truck, uh, nigga, you're kind of setting it up for yourself, right? Uh, (laughs) You know, you shouldn't be working at after-school programs, the YMCA, camping, none of that kind of shit. Like, I I can't can't get these young girls off me, but you're working in (laughs) where they are. You know, uh, but I, I, I would say, you know, I get a lot of energy that comes at me that are of all ages. You know what I mean? And I always say, like, the social media stuff, you will never catch me. I don't even respond to people who say, oh, you really inspire me if they're not over the age of 18 because I don't even want no, I don't even want, I don't know, stay over there. But when it comes to dating, you know, I don't believe I have to be with a 50-year-old to make you motherfuckers happy. I'm going to be with who makes me happy. And if he's 25, 35, or or Lord, please don't let it be 45. Uh, you know, that's my choice. But I don't believe okay. that 19, 20 year old is normal or, you know, anything that's that's uh, in that age bracket. I have so, a quick Jason. question, guys. No, so, sorry, go ahead. I just, I just no, go ahead. What's question. the question? If you're a woman who's 40 and everybody that you date is five to 10 years younger than you, that's too young to be a cougar, right? What is that, a cub? Like, what do you call a puma? Like, what do you call that when nobody your age ever tries to talk to you? No, you're a cougar, baby. Well, I mean, no, I'm too young to be a cougar. I'm too young. I'm too young to be a cougar. I'm answering your question. Many, I mean, one of my friends said women have expiration dates on them. I don't believe that. You know, I don't believe that. You know, I believe aging with like fine wine. But they said, you know, they said, you know, women have expiration dates on them, and so for that, you know, they like to date them a little younger. So I thought that was kind of rough, but that's what he said. Uh, Yeah, a lot of men think like that. Well, that's Kevin Samuels. I'm not talking for him. For the rest of you who make sense, 
Um, I think 40 might be too young to be a cougar, though. I think there has to be a, like a like a, a pre-cougar like name, like a puma or a, a, a baby cub. Think of something, I, I remember I, I, the first 40-year-old I talked to, I thought she was cougaring. I loved it. I love the that first. That was good. Okay, yeah. you know what? How, how old were you? How old were you? <laughs> how old were you? I was like twenty-seven. Oh yes. Yeah, nah, nah. That's not a cool. No, twenty-seven and forty. You're not. A, that's not a cougar situation. You gotta be it's like to being a cougar. A bad thing. I love that kitty. No, what I'm saying is you got to be like 22. She got to be like 47, 48, 50. Exactly. Okay. 10 years is too much. It's too close for it to be. And also, too, younger men are very aggressive. And so I thought that's another thing, too, is the the 25 to 35-year-olds are very aggressive. Like, they're like, I want you. Let's go. When they get mm-hmm. a little bit older, they want you to, you know, they get a little lazy. I feel like the older so, ladies are aggressive. We got to talk about this one day. Well, now yeah, that we'll I'm old, this now that I now that I am in my 40s and I am you know considering this relationship thing, it's so crazy the conversations I be having with people that I'm talking to. Like, if this communication's not going to be good, this isn't going to work. You know, if you have mm-hmm. other options, we, I, I'm going to opt out. You know, I'm actually having responsible conversations. But you know, when you're younger, you don't have those conversations because it's really just about sex and time. Like, let's spend time together. Let's fuck. It's not about let's sit and build financial wealth. You know, like you, you right. you're gonna have, like Scott Disick is not having that conversation with these young girls. Like, how do we build? How do we build sustainable wealth? Nah, they they're all richer than him. They're all richer than him, though. Every young girl he's dated is actually much richer than him, so and mm. much more mature than him. So a mature, rich. My family has been in Hollywood for thirty years. Twenty year old with this really immature thirty eight year old. I usually don't condone this, but Scott's so immature and they're so mature. I actually think it makes a little sense. Nobody forty want say? him. He's not good. He's not mature enough for a forty-year-old woman. We would his baby mama doesn't want him because she says he's immature. So it makes sense to me. He was like, all right. Well, now all the Kardashian and Jenner girls are almost single. Just thinking about them because I this summer, right before summer, like they're all single. This is they about to tear Hollywood up. We outside. hide your black men. They're coming. Hide them. They're coming, ladies. Lord. I chose violence this morning, Jason, because I'm tired. Courtney Kardashian, for the record, has not dated publicly a black man. Publicly. I mean, yes, that's I mean, correct. She, they, she allegedly slept with Quincy, Diddy's son, but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. All right, well, look, since you're frozen and uh, I'm ready to give up on life at this point, I'm about to go. Uh, but yes. Let's go take a nap. Make sure you keep coming back because this show is going to get lit, especially when I have a nap. Bye. Bye. All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.